0: Chapter 51 The Wizards Fail We landed at Cyprus Airport, a short 48-minute flight from Beirut. Alberto had left to get us breakfast at the open café and returned shortly after, frowning. What happened? I asked. Oh, nothing, he replied dismissively, just two ignorant girls who took my order, laughing at me for not pronouncing the word croissant correctly, and stupid me apologizing for my bad English instead of just ignoring them. Don't let them bother you, I said lightly. There are ignorant people everywhere. No, I'm the stupid one for feeling ashamed and for excusing myself, he replied angrily. I'm realizing that these recent events in Beirut have really shaken my confidence. I knew that we could cross that border, but I couldn't make it happen. I feel like a failure, even though I know that I'm not. But I still can't seem to avoid these occasional feelings. As hard as I try, they just appear when I least expect them. We finished our breakfast in silence, and headed for the customs area. Alberto stood in the line for the European community, and I in the line for other visitors. Suddenly, I saw the customs official who was speaking with Alberto come out of his kiosk and storm ahead angrily, motioning for Alberto to follow him. Alberto caught my eye and shook his head in confusion, a look of shock on his face. I wanted to rush to him but two people were ahead of me, and no other kiosks were open. Alberto disappeared from my view. I waited anxiously for my turn. With my passport finally stamped, I charged ahead, searching for Alberto. Through the large window of a small office, I saw him sitting across the table from a man who was gesticulating wildly and shouting. Alberto was trying to speak, but the man was cutting him off. Alberto's body was rigid and his face red. This man was clearly trying to intimidate Alberto, and for some reason, it was working. I knocked on the glass window and stepped inside the room, not waiting for a response. She can explain it to you, Alberto yelled, the rage choking his voice. Who are you? The official shouted in a thick accent. I already told you, we are pilgrims walking for peace, Alberto shot angrily. "'What do you mean, working for peace?' he mocked. "'What kind of peace do you work for? "'What is your business here?' "'We are walking for peace, not working for peace,' I replied calmly. Alberto stuck out his palm in front of the man and walked the fingers of his other hand across it. "'Then why do you have these Turkish stamps from Cyprus if you are walking?' he demanded, pointing to a page on Alberto's passport." Do you not realize that the Turkish are occupying land that is rightfully Greek? We are pilgrims, I explained slowly, holding my hands up in front of me and motioning for him to calm down. My heart pounded nervously against my chest. We started in Rome and are going to Jerusalem. Our visas in Turkey expired and we were told to go to Cyprus to renew them. That is what I was trying to explain to you, Alberto fumed, but you didn't even give me a chance to explain. You didn't even want to listen. You don't have the right to speak to people in that way. Hey, calm down, I commanded in Spanish, looking him hard in the eye. How do I know you are these pilgrims? The official demanded. How do I know you are not spies? What proof do you have? I slowly pulled out my letter from Fra Ante, and showed him the various stamps we had received from Croatia to Macedonia. I pulled out my passport and showed him the stamp of every country we had walked in, pointing out the dates to corroborate our story. The man looked at Alberto's passport and then mine, matching the stamps. Then why are you in Cyprus? He asked in a hard tone, but the anger had diminished. We tried to cross the border in Lebanon, I continued soothingly, but were refused. The only way we can get to Israel is to fly to Tel Aviv from here. The man nodded, his expression stern. He opened a desk drawer and pulled out a stamp and ink pad. This Turkish Cyprus does not exist, he declared, inking the stamp and pounding it several times in our passports. They are not a nation and do not have the right to stamp your passports. I explained that we had no idea about this conflict and certainly did not mean to offend him or anyone else. The man strode to the door and opened it for us. Welcome to Cyprus, he said politely, handing us our passports. Bye! Alberto spat out and stormed away. I thanked the man and ran after Alberto. I cannot believe it, Alberto shouted. This is exactly the kind of attitude that creates war and violence in this world. He didn't want to listen. He didn't want to understand. He only wanted to intimidate me, and he fucking did. I quietly kept pace until he stopped. He opened his passport and in the same angry tone, stuck it out in front of my face. Look at this, he said, pointing at the stamp. Across the Turkish Cypriot stamp was the word cancelled in bold red capital letters. I looked at my passport and saw that it was the same. What right does he have to do this, Alberto fumed? I am in the European community where I should feel the most welcome. And it is precisely here that I have received the most disrespectful treatment. He stormed ahead again and I followed him until there was no more airport to stride through. He looked around like a caged animal We need to get our tickets to Tel Aviv, I said gently. Alberto stopped and looked at me, but I wasn't sure if he saw me. At one of the agencies, we booked the first flight we could find, but I didn't leave for another 15 hours. We returned to the cafe and sat at a corner table, far from prying eyes. There were no words to soothe Alberto, so I left him and walked around the airport occasionally glimpsing security forces glancing at me, unsuccessfully trying to be discreet. I returned a long while later and found him writing in his diary. When he finally looked up, his eyes were filled with sadness. I was trying to explain myself in my bad English to that angry man, but he wouldn't let me, Alberto whispered. And when I could open my mouth, I couldn't find words to say. My mind went blank and I could feel my hands tremble. I felt such a deep sense of injustice and impotence at not being able to express myself. His look was now tortured. All this happened just when I was trying to stand up again to find my confidence. What did I do wrong? I didn't mistrust anybody this time. Why did this happen to me? I felt a terrible aching in my heart, watching him suffer. I don't know, I said. I think the worst part was seeing my hands tremble, he said, gazing at his hands, and knowing that he saw it too. At that moment, Alberto the pilgrim, the wizard, all disappeared, as if they had never existed. All I saw was the unpleasant and painful image of a frightened little child. His watery eyes looked into mine. How easy it is to forget," he finally said, resting his head on the table. The following hours until we finally boarded our flight seemed interminable. It had been an emotionally charged day capping an emotionally draining week. I had wanted to arrive in Israel full of light and energy, but rarely had I felt so depleted. Alberto, however, seemed in better spirits. And when I asked why, he simply said, if I can't love the wolf in me, how will I ever love it in others?